Do you talk with your pets? Do you know what they are trying to tell you? I've been communicating with animals since I was four years old, and what I have consistently witnessed is our animals want to be part of our everyday conversations and are extraordinary storytellers. Let me help you listen more deeply, a listening from your heart that opens all the doors to communication. What we learn from the animals helps us understand ourselves in a new way. On this episode, we take a fascinating look at how our pets come as angels and loving guides to help us in our human experience. From miraculous encounters that leave us in awe to everyday life experiences, our pets have an amazing ability to know just what we need. Our angel animals are here to serve as messengers and guides to help us reroute and get on track. So how do you recognize an angel animal? What are the signs? You'll hear two real-life stories that will open your eyes and heart, as well as help you see the animal angels in your own lives. We have so much to cover, so let's jump right in and get the conversation started. Hello, everybody. Wow, what a show. Um, The animals have been gathering here for a while, as you know. You guys have brought your animals and your love for them, and just the collective piece of uh, group energy. And as we, you know, as we gather around at the beginning of our show, it's like we entrain our energy together and we get used to that. And, you know, new, new people come in, new energies come in, and then we create something new every time. Um, as we get into this, I'm, I know that all of us probably have a, maybe a collective general idea of what angel is and, you know, just in general, um, you know, a spiritual being serving as a divine messenger, uh, intermediary, special protector. Um, How many of you have called your pet an angel, right? They're angels and our kids too. There's that energy that's behind there of an angelic quality. And we'll look at that a little bit more as we get into the show. Um, Can animals be angels? Literally? Would you think, uh, or do they just display angelic qualities? Um, if so, what's the purpose? Why do you think they come into our lives? And if they serve in those capacities, why do you think they do? Is it perhaps like we humans need a lot of help? Maybe pretty sure we do. Um, I also pretty, I think it takes a village. So it's probably more than one angel. Uh, in our lifetime, more than one guide, obviously, they're like, oh, passing the baton, your turn with her, your turn with him. Uh, good luck. <laughs> because we do need guidance. We need so, you know, so much guidance along the way. And I'm so appreciative of the animals because, you know, with all the many ones that I still have and I have had experience with, oh my goodness. They've taught me so much and in the moment, it's an in the moment awareness. What are angelic qualities in animals? What are animals uh, that are serving as our angel guides trying to share with us? Um, I just came up with a few. If you want to take a look at that, Um, you know, don't give up. You're not alone. Pay attention. Mm, Molly, mm, Molly certainly told me that one over and over. Um, Open your heart. Listen more, be kind, love unconditionally, 
we can never be reminded too much of that, right? Be quick to forgive. Be grateful. And Molly gave this last one herself to me. Never give up opening your heart. It's powerful what they are here to share. My question, how do you know if your pet has angelic qualities? What are the signs? I would say kindness, right? Stability. Yes, Claire, I agree. That's that's well-worded. Inner wisdom. Yes, totally. Ooh, cat. Yes. Unbounded joy. Totally. Strength. And I was thinking it could be gentle or fierce, right? Like there's a fierceness to strength and there's also a gentleness in it. Um, there's also a, a grace. Um, and Ram Dass, uh, years ago, uh, was it Ram Dass? It was some, I think it was wrote uh, or did a thing called fierce grace. Um, yes, yes. Cause it was about a stroke. Very, very powerful that grace can be quite fierce. Is that an angelic kind of feeling and quality? Uh, Martine, old soul. Yes. Wise, intelligent, telepathy. Yeah, Martine, our animals are psychic, right? And that may be a whole show in itself. I think that would be fun for us actually to explore like psychic animals. Um, and so... Katrina, they're they're capable of unconditional love. They are true angels. God's compassion expresses itself through our pets. Oh my goodness, so well worded. Angels on earth. But it's so hard when they pass away. It's so difficult to communicate with them. You know, yes, it is. It's so difficult to when they pass away. But I maybe can help you with that, uh, about connecting and communicating with them. It's They are actually closer than you think. And the first place I would tell you to look is right in your heart. Um, so do they have a signature look? What about a sparkle in the eyes? I know Katie and Murphy and Emily, and I can name a ton of them that have this like little sparkle. And you would almost do a double take on it. Um, there's a gem gentle and genuine or humble energy, um, wisdom and maturity and knowingness. Um, Tracy says protectors. Um, Deanna's like, okay, here guys, are they not all angels? Yes, I would agree. They are totally. Um, you're just like calling it like this. Okay. Uh, everything is there. We're all, we all have. And if you think about it, angelic qualities, even though we may not look at ourselves like that, um, Heather, yeah, she says sparkle in the eyes. Um, Leslie says, when you asked if our pet had an angelic quality, Bobo lifted his head and huffed. I'm not sure what that means. Well, he's listening. I, that's why I asked about him. I felt his presence. You know, he's like uh, keeping score of what we're talking about. Very, very aware of that one. Um, and so let's see, Pamela says, my main coon runs to the bathroom. If he has to get a fur ball up, I've lived with cats all my life. Never met a cat that did that laugh out loud. Um, well, you know, <laughs> that's pretty funny because I know I have seen that. Um, but, you know, they usually do it like where they are. So the fact that your your cat runs to the bathroom is pretty like cool because you're like, thank you so much. Can you just do that right here? Um on cue. I like that. Uh, oh, Tracy says maybe a better word is guardian. Okay. I, I agree. There's a difference between protector and guardian. Definitely. Um, hundred percent agree. Um, 
And Kat says they have an innate ability to push through any heart wall. Yes. Yes. So we agree, right? That they're here to serve as messengers and guides to help us reroute maybe and get back on track. Um, so angels are going to use whatever form and the form really doesn't matter. If any beings can reach humans, it's the animals, right? They go right to us. And I want to share a special story with you that I have permission to share. It's, it's, I, I get chills ahead of reading it to you. So this is a story about Serafina. Serafina came into my friend's life at a time when the world was shut down with COVID and life had come to a screeching halt. She felt the urge for a companion as she had always had dogs and she felt a pull to a particular shelter. Luckily, she listens to her guidance and made a visit that day. As she waited for a meet and greet with another dog, she looked up to see a boxer being led down the hall. And Renee, while I'm reading, if you could put up Serafina's photo. The dog turned her head as she passed and stared. Time slowed as if it were the only two of them in the room. It was an incredibly intimate moment. My friend was stunned. She would tell me later, Tammy, it felt like I was looking into my own soul. Serafina went home with her that day. It was as if they already knew each other and had picked up where they left off. What a setup, right? Older dog in shelter, meaning home. Beauties found in the most unusual places by souls who can see. It was a match made in heaven, literally. She was named after the high angel, the seraph. It was a family name from a lineage of strong women. It was also an extraordinary intuitive hit. She would prove to be an amazing guide and companion, a soul very different from any she had encountered. But it was her soulful gaze, which would turn out to be her signature, that captured her attention. You see, my friend and Serafina had work to do together. It was a soul agreement that they would work together to help humanity. Serafina was a solid, grounded energy who helped her in her important work, writing and sharing insightful messages. Serafina accompanied her to the office every day, and they spent hours in the creative sanctuary. She was an equal and true soulmate. It was during this time that amazing and profound information channeled from the highest realms. Each writing session felt overlit with out-of-this-world angelic energy. At night, Serafina would rest her head on my friend's leg and gaze at her, love pouring through her eyes. As soul contracts go, we journey together for the time that is needed, sometimes for years and sometimes less. But whatever length of time we have together is special and sacred. Serafina's time with my friend was short in human terms, only a year and a half. And her powerful presence while here left an indelible paw print in not only my friend's heart, but in the writing she would share with the world. As easily as she arrived, she left, almost with a whisper. My friend was understandably heartbroken. She knew theirs was a true soul friendship, unique and one she would always remember. The morning after Serafina's passing, she was in her office, rummaging through papers and trying to busy herself. Her heart was heavy. She could feel Serafina everywhere, but especially here. She sat down in her favorite chair, the one Serafina always laid by, and closed her eyes as she focused inward to her heart. A peaceful feeling came over her. In fact, 
It permeated the room and enveloped her like a soft blanket. And then she heard the softest of music, gentle and light, a harmonizing sound. It was faint at first, but then grew in intensity like a symphony orchestra. I must have dozed off, she thought to herself when she opened her eyes. But the music continued on, and it was then that she heard the voice come through, soft but strong, warm and familiar, a voice coming from the heavens. Thank you for allowing me to experience life with you as an angel in a dog's body. We did important work together for all. The music softly faded and the room was quiet again, except for my friend's soft weeping. Extraordinary beings come in all forms. When we see with our hearts, we open ourselves to beauty and grace and a peace that passes all understanding. Isn't that a powerful story about a true angel? And she validated that for my friend. This is, these are the kinds of stories that we need to capture and tell over and over again to share those kind of feelings and to help, help others understand that, yeah, animals can come through as true angels and guides. You know, an animal angelic encounters in general change you animals as angels do as well they come in to help with spiritual growth um they come in in forms you may not even recognize so what if an animal serves a bigger role in something like seraphina right a sudden event one that you witness one that happens when you're at an intersection so one day I was coming from Costco and I had, uh, I, I was in the passenger side of a car, actually a suburban and had bought a bunch of beach towels. And so we come to a stop sign, a busy, busy intersection. And there's, I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. They're like four lanes every way. It's so busy. And I look out, we're about three cars back. I look out to see a little dog running in the middle of this intersection. And all of a sudden it's, it's like within me, there was a stillness that actually was created this huge piece of knowing you're about to witness something. <clears throat> and I watched in, as it lightning fast happened, this little dog got hit, it got knocked up in the air and it went right to the, the pavement. And I opened the door. I, there was no thought. I had absolutely no thought. I opened up the door. I grabbed a towel. I ran to the middle. Of, now cars are still flying. Everything's still going. And I ran as fast as I could. Almost like I was pushed. I was nudged there. And everything stopped. It's like everything stopped moving. The cars stopped. Everything froze. So all the cars going all the different directions froze completely. I ran to the middle, scooped up this little one, brought him in my arms and jumped into the car. And the minute I closed the door, it's like life started again. All the cars started darting. The, the lights were going. Um, and then in that next moment, I'm with him, holding him. 
and we make a right turn. So before I go on anymore with the story, I'd like to work with you on something as we talk about this. So I would call this the intersection of life. So if you'd work with me here, I'd love to, to have you join with me in thinking about this. So first thing, close your eyes and picture the scene I just described. Imagine it's a busy day and you are one of the drivers at this intersection. Think about midday. What are you doing? Where are you going? Are you in a hurry? What's going on? Traffic comes to an abrupt halt and you see this scene unfold. So I would ask, what is your reaction in this first scene? What are you feeling? What are your thoughts? Do you, are you thinking? Do you have a lot of thoughts going on? What do you see? What do you feel? What do you hear? So Kimberly says, I would be mad at God for having me witness this as it would cause me pain. Yes, definitely. I might start sobbing. <laughs> um, Julie said, I'd run out in traffic and try to save the pup. You know, Julie, if I could have, I would have. There was absolutely no time. It happened so fast. And the little guy just went straight into it. Um, Susie said, I'd be jumping into action without a second thought to help get that little dog to safety. Nothing else would have mattered in that moment. I agree. And, you know, I wouldn't necessarily tell anybody run into the major traffic, but there was, I had no thought. It was like I was being, I don't know, channeling a different energy is the best way I can put it. There is no thought. Leslie said, alarm, worried about the dog. I would jump right out to help him without thinking anything. Goodness, greed, Susie, shock, sadness, and feeling frozen in the moment. Fast heartbeats, yes. Oh, totally. Um, Melissa says shocked, would have reacted. What if you, Melissa, would you, would that have been a reaction in the car? Or would you have reacted like your body would have gotten out of the car or both even? I'd be interested to know. Pamela says, I would stop and ask if I could help no matter where I was going. I love that. <laughs> I love that. We all care, especially in this group. Janet says, if I wasn't the one able to jump out and get the dog, I would feel like I was part of the group that was to stop and hold space, the container, while the dog was brought to safety. I love that the container, there was definitely an energetic hold. I'm, it didn't even make sense. And it was completely silent as I ran, completely silent. And if you think about it, you had all these cars like that busy intersection watching. Um, Heather says, I would have opened my car door and run to the beautiful pup that got hit. That's your reaction. Picked it up and give it all the love I could give it. Mm. Yes, totally, totally. All right, so next scene. The light changes. Your car moves forward and you drive off. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? 
we've talked about some of it. Are you shocked? Do you call someone? What is going on in your inner world? Because if you think about it, the event's over. You just witnessed an unbelievable event. What's running through your mind? What's your body doing? You shaking? Are you crying? Do you call someone? You know, we get on our phones to say, you won't believe this just happened. I can't believe, like, what do we do? There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just wanting you to look into how you would respond if you were a driver in that car. It really, what you're doing is reading the energy of this situation, reading the energy of this event. Um, Tracy said, Again, on autopilot, driving to care and thinking how I can find the owner and how do I tell them? Well, I don't think I mentioned this in my story, but this intersection is very, very near a big animal shelter. And my strongest sense was that this little guy got out. I did see a lady that was on the side of the road jumping up and down hysterically. And then the minute it happened, she slammed her door and dro drove off. I didn't get the sense she was his person as much as she didn't know what to do to stop it. And then she couldn't. And so she couldn't handle it. And she just drove off. Um, Cheryl said, I would hold that puppy tight, then go to the vet. No point worrying about the person driving away. Mm. I know that's the thing within all those cars. Uh, it, it was almost indistinguishable who did what like what car hit him um so it, it gosh it happened so fast all in one and there's so many details to it and it's it's important to not not ignore the moments in front of us right not ignore what is happening just be present for it and so final scene you're home and it's quiet you're now reflecting on the day's events. You ask yourself, what was this all about? Why did this innocent animal die so tragically? You might be asking yourself other things. Why was I there? Why was anybody there? Why did it have to happen? What are you asking yourself and what's the answer? I'm curious. I'm curious to see in the comments, what your takeaways from this story for yourself are, because you were an observer of something. Anytime we are observing, which is all our lives, every moment, then there's meaning for us, right? There's meaning. And it's good to really reflect. And usually we have to wait until after the event to do too much reflection. Would everybody agree they'd be kind of like shaken up? Like that's the one thing in the day you remember? You know how we go through our days and, and somebody will say, how was your day? And you're like, oh, it's fine. And there's nothing distinct that's happened. I believe you would remember this one. So I have him in my arms and I am now on my way to the crematorium. There was a silence on the way in the car, I held his little body that was still warm and I slipped into a no mind space, no thoughts, 
just literally being present with, with him. And in the stillness, my energy merged with his. And we can talk sometime about how that is because you do it too. You just may not realize you do it. And I had the overwhelming feeling of deep, deep, deep compassion. Not only from me, it didn't just come from me. It was emanating from this little dog who just passed. And as I just continued in this oneness, holding him and feeling my heart space, more information came. And it was a direct sharing from this little dog who was part of a larger energy composed of spiritual messengers. He told me his passing wasn't an accident, that his soul was meant to be at that intersection and his sole purpose was to awaken hearts by giving people the opportunity to witness true compassion. Compassion lives within all of us. And so I'm taking all this in and I'm feeling his body and I've got tears just naturally just, it's like heart tears, if that makes any sense. It wasn't arguing with what happened. It was just being present in the moment. No questions of why or whatever. It was literally just being guided by spirit. So I said, well, what, what, what was your name? Like, did, what was your name? Did you have a name? And I heard very clearly, and this is, just bear with me a minute, lucky. And it shocked me. I'm like, what do you mean lucky? I said, why? And he said, in the softest of energies that I, it just felt like a bigger group energy because he said to be loved even for a minute is a lucky life indeed. You don't have to look for stories in your life. They roll right in front of you. And uh, the meanings and the interactions are something we get to take the gifts coming from it. The, uh, the powerful pieces of what we live, uh, the perceptions that we didn't think who would have, who would have ever thought that dog would have been named Lucky. And that's what I put on his ashes and on his box, his little cremation box is Lucky. And when I brought him, and they're used to unfortunately seeing me there, so they know me. And I was just like, this little dog passed and he needs to be cremated. And they're like, what happened? And I tell them, and then I tell them, you know, they're writing it down. I say, and his name's Lucky. And they look up at me like, you gotta be kidding me, right? So I never go into a situation knowing or thinking I know what to do. We all have blueprints for our soul, right? A plan that outlines what we aim to experience. And Renee, if you would put that up just so they can see along with me and read the sunset. A plan that outlines what we aim to experience and grow a spirit. All beings have free will and choice. How you do that, how you fill it up is up to you. The brilliance of our lives reflects the choices we make while on earth. And we all, all of us contain the beauty of a sunrise or a sunset. So there are many, many profound moments in our daily lives, angelic encounters, uh, important pieces that go unnoticed. Let's agree together 
not miss the gifts that are offered to us. And that's what I love about the show. And that's what I love about any of us sharing with one another because we're bringing all of the gifts to the forefront and we're, we're all growing because of that. Well, we are out of time and I am so appreciative of you being here. I've had such a good time with you. Um, the animals that have joined us, just amazing stories. Again, thank you for coming today. I love your comments. I love this group. Please come again and let's keep this conversation going. See you next time. You've been listening to Tammy's Soul Speak for Animals podcast. Remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Tammy's Soul Speak for Animals, and like my Facebook page, Soul Speak with Tammy Hendricks. And if you want a private session, please visit my website at TammyHendricks.com. Thank you for joining me as we change the way we communicate with animals and each other, one conversation at a time.